two queer women on a mind-blowing dating adventure. Tanya is a seasoned vet with three to six past girlfriends, and Brooke is just starting her journey. Could this be the one? Is this a total disaster? Does anyone want their cookies? And why is dating so hard? Welcome to No One Wants My Cookies. Hey, Brooke. I am so excited for this episode. I have been waiting for this for weeks, but first, happy 51-day anniversary. (laughs) Happy anniversary, babe. And we actually have some pretty big news for our cookie fans. Did you want to tell them? Yes, please, Uh, because I'm super excited about it. Brooke and I decided to shut down our dating app, or apps in Brooke's case. I just found out there was more than one, Um, (laughs) but we did cancel them and, you know, we're not official yet, but we are obsessed with each other and the apps are shut off. So we're just focusing our attention on Tanya and Brooke. (laughs) So Um, true. And we all know it's a numbers game, right? I had to be on several apps. It's always so weird when you run across the same people in several apps, but whatever. That's for another episode. Um, <laughs> you, you did something fun, though, before we shut them down that you actually told me later, which was you took screenshots of both of our profiles. I did. And saved them. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, like, have this love-hate relationship with dating profiles because I, like, never know if mine is good or not. So, um, of course, we make a video of ourselves reading our profiles <laughs> and put it on social media. Of course we did. And, and like, come on, I, I feel like yours was pretty honest. It, what My friend messaged me after and she was like, that made me uncomfortable. So that means I did it right. I, I feel like so far what you're, what you said on that dating app has been true. Like you have a sweatshirt in every color. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, but that's not why we're here today. And I feel oh, so why bad are we because... We have, drumroll please, the Brittany here with us today as a special guest. Hey, girl. Hi. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Tanya. <laughs> Hi, Tanya. I'm your biggest fan. Oh so my excited. God. Thank you. I'm so flattered. I, I love it when I get this acceptance from Brooke's friends. It makes me feel good. So thank you. <laughs> You are welcome. I literally listen to you. Like, I will be cleaning my house. I will be listening. I was at the CVS waiting for my prescription. I was able to get through two uh, podcasts listening to you guys. Uh, just Shut sitting up. there listening and loving it. <laughs> uh, texting Brooke while I'm waiting. So I am so excited to be here. Um, I love this podcast so much. Not even just because I know Brooke, but I think that, I mean, as the podcast says, dating is hard and dating during a pandemic is even harder. Um, dating during a pandemic when you are newly out as a gay woman is even oh. harder, harder, harder. Wow. Um, so there's all these variables um, that I think that doing this this journey and this vulnerability is just beautiful and brilliant. And I love it so much. Well, I, think, <gasps> I think I like so you already. Good. <laughs> That's so good. Wow. So... Yeah, Brooke did just come out. Um, I forget that, though, because she's is really good at dating ladies. But <laughs> I was going to say something else. And then I, was I like, know you are. I know um, you are. <laughs> but, but Brittany, do you have any advice 
for me, dating Brooks specifically. Yeah. Ooh, I said it. Yes. Okay. So Brooke, so Brooke and I actually met, um, was it like three years ago, almost four years ago with Brooke when we went to Aruba. Oh yeah. Um, and Fancy. it was one of those, yeah, it was one of those where it was, they, everyone was like, they're going to either hate each other or they're going to love each other. And we became obsessed with each other. It was one of those like your instant best friends. Um, and my advice, my advice for dating Brooke, and I mean this in the most sincere way, but Brooke is like trying to pin down a cloud. She's the type of person that has the, the gift of gab. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> she will befriend anyone and everyone. She's da- always down for an adventure, whether it's a new or has been done many times before. And she just has this electrifying personality. And I know this is going to be very morbid. Um, I'm kind of morbid. Um, but I weirdly think about the amazing cast of characters who would show up at, at her funeral when she dies oh, yeah. at the age of 100 and, at 103 from a skydiving accident. You know, like that's the type <laughs> of person that she is. And there would be like, there would be a wide variety of people. It would be like multimillionaires dressed to the nines and people shotgunning beer in the corner, people in sequins carrying lucky troll dolls from her bingo night or a tightrope walker or a lion tamer and all these like varieties of people that would just be a beautiful testament to her life into the type of person that she is. So even though she is extremely extroverted and she has all these amazing qualities, I would say that um, Brooks also needs her alone time. Um, and I think that from the times that her and I have hung out, she is pretty good at recognizing like I need to go take a nap and I'm going to go put myself to bed because I feel myself getting cranky. But then she comes right back out like after an hour and she's like, I'm ready to party. <laughs> um, but she might, <laughs> but she might need a little bit of reminders. Cause I mean, I think we all need those reminders sometimes of like, we don't, maybe we don't feel like we're in a bad mood, but clearly our attitude says otherwise. So my advice would be like, if you feel that she might be a little cranky, maybe you guys just need a little time away to recharge, take a nap, let her sleep alone. Um, and she'll be ready in like an hour to, you know, be her great electric spying self. So oh that is my That's advice for dating Brooke. That, that is good. <laughs> and it's exactly what one of her best friends, Sarah, told me the other day, too. Nice. Not a long time. Yeah. She needs respect. <laughs> like, I just remember... I just specifically remember being in Aruba and like we had a pool and like she just had this like look on her face and she just turned to me and she was like, I'm going to go take a nap. I am not in a good mood. And like just <laughs> walked out of the pool, took a nap and then came back and she's like, let's do a shotgun of beer. And I'm like, that's my book. <laughs> so, you, so you say she's like pinning down a cloud. How am I going to pin down this cloud? Don't. Um, I think having what? someone. Yeah, come fly with me. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, yeah, don't... no that's, that's, that's literally what I was going to say. I was like, I think that you two are two clouds that have like come together. Like, I think you guys just mesh really well together. Um, and so I think you guys are just flying together. And I think Aww. that's a good way of, you know, dating Brooke. Be her cloud. Don't be like a thunderstorm that like overshadows her or anything. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's so cute. So cute. <laughs> I want to be a cloud too. If you're a cloud friend, I want to be a cloud. You can please a bird, come be I'm a cloud a bird. with me. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to float around the world and have the best time. Um, well, actually, Tanya, Brittany is the one that helped me with my dating profile. She's actually helps me with every dating profile. I send her screenshots and ask her what pictures I should use and what order they should be in and to review the copy, please. So... Uh, 
I kind of have You're to welcome. credit for this. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you. Um, mm-hmm. was, it, was it the same profile I swiped on? Did that all get validated and mm-hmm. confirmed by you? Yep. This- You're welcome. No. I just happened to, like, I was, like, reviewing our text messages, and I was like, wait a minute. I, like, looked at the timeline, and I was like, we did that right before they started chatting. And I was like, I uh-huh. wonder if Tanya swiped right on my profile that I helped her create. <laughs> she totally I think did. So. Yeah. It was, what, what got me is the picture of Brooke sitting on the dock. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm yep. going to go sit next to her. Yeah, she definitely sent me like a camera roll of like, I mean, it was basically a Google drive of like all of her photos. And I was like, this is photo album number one, photo album number two. I have more. I'm obsessed with myself. Like, I will totally send you more. And I'm like, I I was like, let me go through these two albums. And then if I feel like we need more, then I will definitely request more. I totally did that. I was like, I have a whole bunch more. Actually, Brittany, do you have any advice for people when putting together their dating profiles? Like, is there certain things you should and should not do? Um, Lord, from a female perspective or a male perspective or both? Both. Okay, so from a female perspective, I think, you know, the over-editing and, like, the Snapchat filters, Mm -hmm. you definitely don't want to do that. Um, You want to stay away from, like, those big group photos of, like, all of your friends and, like, who is it? Um, Try to do something that makes you stand out and, like, be a personality because, like, for me, it's, like, the whole Machu Picchu thing. Like, everyone has pictures of them going to Machu Picchu. Everyone has pictures of them sitting next to a tiger. Everyone has a, every straight guy has a picture of them holding a fucking fish. And it's like, <laughs> come on, like be original. Like I know like, like it's just so unoriginal. And so you want to do something that makes yourself stand out to make the person be like, okay, like this person's intriguing me. And so you kind of want to make your photos be like, what's that first one that grabs the person's attention? Like maybe it's a really funny photo. And then maybe the next one is like, you all dolled up at a, like a, a gala event or something. Um, like shows all your different personality and different sides to, you know, stand out from this infinite crowd of people of the dating world. Totally. Um, that's really, yeah. I do actually have a picture of me with a tiger, but the picture is of me in the most horrendous outfit I own and with a look on my face like the tiger's about to bite my hand off. It's like what mm-hmm. I think is one of the worst pictures of me, but gets always got the most attention. It was so strange. Hmm. Because that was the uh, baby tiger, right? Yeah. 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 It was one of my best. Okay. So I, did, I didn't care for it. You didn't? No. I was like, really? put, that, put that baby tiger down and do not give that zoo <laughs> any money. Yes. No, that's true. That's true. That was in Thailand. Yeah. But yeah. I gave you another shot. Thank God. <laughs> Hilarious. But that did not work on you. Strike one, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, Brittany, do you do any yep. online dating? I do. Um, I am currently off the market right now. Um, because So it kind of happened the same way that happened with you um, and Tanya. And I just got really lucky. So not to be like super sad, but... Dating through the pandemic was not something that I was focused on because literally like the week before we went into lockdown, my dog was diagnosed with cancer and she had her leg amputated. So from literally March until the beginning of September, that's all that I had my focus on. 
Um, and then she passed away and I had like my grieving time. I did like my eat, pray, love adventures, like going horseback riding and camping and whatnot. And then like, right before Thanksgiving and I was thinking, you know, I should probably get down the market. Um, let me try dating again. And just so happens I swiped right on this guy on Bumble on the, it's like right before Thanksgiving, the week before Thanksgiving. Um, and we've been pretty inseparable since. Like it was very fast, kind of like you guys, where we, we matched on a Friday. We exchanged numbers immediately. Um, he left the next day to go home for Thanksgiving for like 10 days. We spoke every single day nonstop. Um, he came back like the begin the first week of December. We had our first date and our first date lasted until 3 a.m. Um, on a Wednesday, on a Wednesday, on a Wednesday night. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then awesome. that, fr- yeah. And then that Friday he spent the night at my place and then Saturday we woke up and did errands and then I spent the night at his place and yeah, we've been pretty much inseparable since. And a lot of that has to do with us having that like two week time period before meeting each other to really get to know each other. Like we did virtual dates. We did phone conversations. Our first phone conversation was like four hours long, um, just getting to know each other. And I think that's what the pandemic does now. I think that's kind of the beauty and the silver lining to the pandemic is that it forces us to not have that instant gratification that online dating has. Um, Online dating is very much a numbers game instead of a connection game. Um, I mean, like, how many times do you see on profiles where people say, if we match, like, I'm not looking for a pen pal, like, if we match, like, let's meet up immediately and get a, a get a drink or get coffee or something. Whereas the pandemic, we can't do that. It forces us to say, like, okay, let me figure you out. Are, am I comfortable meeting with you? Like, what are your COVID precautions? Like, how serious do you take this? Like, what are your hard limits? Like, what are you willing to like there's just there's all these conversations that we've never had to have before, and so the dating game in the pandemic is very different. And people that I know who have found relationships during the pandemic have all had very similar situations where it goes very quickly because you have to establish that connection. You kind of have like that foreplay of human connection. I kind of think of it like you have like that world war two, like writing letters to each other and establishing that connection compared to pre pandemic times. It was let's meet up for coffee immediately. And I'm probably talking to five other people at the same time and they're not taking it seriously because it's just a matter of, can I meet with someone and potentially have sex with them? Yeah. That's not happening during COVID time. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So how long did it take you to get into a relationship or are you not there yet? So, um, so speaking of exclusivity, um, cause I know you guys talked about that a little bit last week, um, or the, at the last podcast. And I know that Brooke, I think you said the study says that typically the exclusivity is spoken about like three or four months into a relationship. Yeah. Um, I think pandemic times, I think that's a little bit different now. Um, so him and I actually had the conversation, I think, a week and a half, two weeks after we had um, met each other for the first time. And it was just a simple conversation of, hey, um, you know, I take care of COVID very seriously. Uh, if you decide that you want to start seeing other people besides me or if you want to go on dates with other people, can you please just let me know so that I can make the decision about what I'm comfortable with? Mm-hmm. And for him, it was, 
I'm not looking to date other people. And that was like a very respectful way of saying that. Um, and he said to me, like, I never felt that we had to have that boyfriend girlfriend talk with each other because everything just happened so comfortably and naturally. So like we consider each other boyfriend and girlfriend, but we never actually had that conversation. We just had that. We're not seeing other people, but when you're in your thirties, like, do you have that boyfriend girlfriend conversation or is it? I don't know. Do you? I I don't know. Like you're my man friend. I'm pretty sure she's asking me on Valentine's day because (laughs) she asked me, to be her valentine and she's taking me somewhere so in my head Ooh. brooke is gonna ask me on valentine's day but i mm. could be wrong I don't like, know. maybe we don't we, maybe we don't have to have that conversation brooke <laughs> do we have to have that yeah i don't know i think I, I tanya have... really <laughs> likes to have that conversation and i'm gonna make it incredibly romantic and cute so that she has the biggest smile on her face that's awesome yes. yeah i mean I, I mean that's amazing i just you know, I don't know. I mean, he's 38. I'm 33. And it's like, do do are you my boyfriend, man friend, my my <laughs> human, my partner? What are you? I don't know. Yeah. Are we exclusive? Well, the exclusive I mean, like, I mean, yeah, the exclusive thing's the hard part, right? Like, I feel like that's the right. hard conversation. Then after that, it's just like, yeah, it just accelerates from there. And you kind of know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, like, you guys spend a lot of, sorry, I keep interrupting everybody. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go um, ahead. But do you spend like almost every night together or do you guys have to like stay in touch separate like me separate um so I'm definitely more introverted but we have a relationship where we're both very good at recognizing that I need a time away from you um so we do spend a lot of time with each other we're actually at my beach house with each other right now I mean we've been together for I mean we started talking less than two months ago and here we are in a one in a two bedroom one bath beach house getting real comfortable being Aww. stuck sharing one bathroom with each other <laughs> that's so and, cute. Uh, yeah it's um and it's like it's one of those where i'll say like i'm gonna go for a long walk by myself to just get away from you for a little bit you go for a run um and yeah so typically we're together like all weekends um i might see him during the week like once but typically he works long hours. So usually the week is for me. Um, but this week is very different because the inauguration and everything. And we both live in DC. So this week we decided like, we're going to spend a lot of time with each other. And we've been together since last Friday, I think. So a week? Stop. Yeah. And how, wow. and how yep. do you feel? Good. I think, I mean, he's literally in the living room right now and I'm in the bedroom doing this podcast. He's doing his own thing. <laughs> and I'm just, you know, it's pretty good. Have you know, you made, hip are have you? You made... You're like, I'm going to go over there and do a podcast real quick. Like you're. Yeah, I did. I, <laughs> no I told him this morning. I was, yeah, I was like, I have a, I have a seven o'clock podcast. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like what's this podcast? <laughs> and I was like, it might be a topic of conversation. It's fine. <laughs> like all about him i love it yeah i Brittany, i am dying to know if you just slid nice and easy into your man friend or was there some obstacles along the way did you have any bad dates oh gosh with him or in general no in general like okay what was your worst date okay so i have my friends know i could write a book about this it's crazy the amount of bad dates that I have been on which is why I get off of dating sites so like I will literally go on dating sites for like a month and then I'll have like 
a string of awful dates. And I'm like, I'm going to take a year off. I'm good. <laughs> um, so one that I can share online that um, I think is pretty good is I met this guy about probably about 10 years ago when Plenty of Fish was like the thing to do. And Plenty of Fish is not the um, the best website for dating, to say. Um, so I met him. We talked for a few weeks. He said that he was he lived in Virginia, but he was over in California at the time. He was he told me he was doing a cross country trip with his dad and his cat, um, very specifically <laughs> the cats. <laughs> No, I just I love cats, but there's something about people that only have cats. No, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. go ahead. Should have been my red flag for sure. Um, so we talked for like two weeks, so like while he was out in California and like traveling across country. Um, and so at the time, I had a really weird work schedule where I worked Monday through Saturday, eleven uh, one p.m. until eleven p.m. So we decided let's do 11 a.m. sushi date, lunch date on a Wednesday before I go to work. So I had specifically told him, I said, I have pretty bad eyesight. And especially when I have anxiety, like it just like enhances me not being able to focus. So I said, please just like wait for me outside the restaurant, because if you go in and sit down without me, like it just makes my anxiety like really bad, Um, especially never meeting you in person. Of course, he did not listen. He sat down and didn't even tell me where he was seating, like, sitting, I'm sitting at. So I finally found him in the restaurant, and he immediately is like, I want to let you know that I snorted Xanax on my way here because I was so nervous to meet you. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, and so... Literally within the first like 20 minutes, he revealed that he was actually married. Um, he was kind of separated, but not really. And that's actually why he was doing the cross country trip with his dad and his cat was because like him and his wife lived in California and he was moving back to Virginia for a little while to give him and his wife some space from each other. He asked if I would take my brawl off at the table and remind you it's, a, it's 11 a.m. It's 11 a.m. on a Wednesday. Shut up. People are there having business lunches in Chantilly, Virginia. What kind of, of, can you set the stage? Like, were you, were you at a ramen place? Were you at Subway? Like, what, where were It was, I would say it's like a fast, casual sushi place. Um, Well, what was the plan Yeah, you got it off? Like, what did, what was the plan? (laughs) He just, he just wanted to put my bra on the table. Like, that's what he wanted me to do. (laughs) Yes, I swear to God. Oh, it gets better. It gets better. That's just the beginning. Should I go get some snacks? (laughs) Yes. This is so good. Okay. So, wait, 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 wait. Just to catch the listeners up, we are at a fast food sushi place (laughs) at 11 o'clock. Fast casual. She's been asked mm-hmm. to take her bra off. Okay, go ahead. 11 a.m. Oh, and, and 11 a.m. And he's on drugs. Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he snorted Xanax on the way there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, he maybe should have taken two, to be honest. Like, <laughs> like a- it was it was unreal. So, well, just wait. Just wait. So then he, and mind you, this is literally the first 20 minutes of me arriving. So then after I was like, no, I'm not taking my bra off. Like, are you crazy? <laughs> He was like, okay, well, I just wanted to know, would you ever wear a strap on and peg me? Whoa! And I was like, oh. 
What the? Whoa. Which to their own, like, if you like that, Yeah, no, sure. no, no oh. judgment. No but judgment. I, no. There's a time and place to have those conversations. Yeah. Um, it is not 11 a.m. Yeah. at a fast, casual sushi restaurant <laughs> where people are talking about their budget performance reviews um, <laughs> in Chantilly, Virginia. That's not where um, this this conversation happened. Wait, how, how long so then, were you talking to him before <laughs> you met up? Like, did, did he just, like, happen to mention pegging before? Or, like, two weeks. No, wow. we talked for two weeks and he never, he never gave me any sort of like weird vibe. Like there was never any of that like sexual conversation. Like that never happened. Um, wow. So yeah. Uh, so after the pegging uh, question, he then asked me, have you ever been to sex parties? Which I'm not opposed to, but yeah. then per- per- he proceeded to go into detail of all of the sex parties he has been to and what he has done at each oh, sex party bullshit i call bullshit on that so hard yeah and like he like was telling me like all these places in like dc maryland virginia like these sex parties and i was just like what is going on so to really put the icing on the cake for me it really went downhill when he tipped the waiter horribly nope <laughs> oh that's a bad and, sign yep and um he thought it went really well and tried to make out with me in the parking lot and he was shocked when i did not want a second date like he honestly thought it went really well oh my god my mouth is on the ground wow what it It makes me shocking to me how people have such a like distorted view of how things went where you like go on a horrible date and then you get a text that's like we should do it again and you're like were you even there? Like, that was so bad. But yeah. that being said, and we like, did he, have a really terrible first date, Tanya. So maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it was, we had nothing yeah. compared to that. Oh, <laughs> no, boy. I know, right? Hey, I let my soulmate just slip through my fingers just right? like that. <laughs> you and his cats all cuddled up. His wife oh, God. Had a sex party. <laughs> you know, I had, yep. I had a really awful date with cats, too. That's really funny. Um. This girl, it was plenty of fish as well. It was like also 10 years ago, but different story. So she's being really pushy, which is a red flag, but she was a therapist. So I'm like, therapists are normal, right? They know boundaries. Like we got this. So she's like, I want to come pick you up now. And I'm in San Diego, living in San Diego at the time. So I told my neighbor, I was like, she's coming to pick me up. And I just don't have a good feeling about that. And she's like, I got you. Don't worry about it. If you need anything. So we go to her house, walk in. It smells like cat piss. There's litter, cat litter, literally, like, all over the, the carpet. I sit down. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, the house is a mess. It's disgusting. I'm having a panic attack. I'm trying to get to know her, have this conversation. And she's like, I cannot keep anybody around. I use all my therapist techniques to to say I'm going to commit suicide with my ex. And he still <gasps> won't come back to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh I love God. emotional ma- manipulation. That's just uh, wonderful. First, it always first works day, out. It always works out. So I, mm. yeah, I text my friend Karima and I was like, 911. She already knew what was going on. So she called me and I put it on speakerphone and she's like, hey, I'm in North Park with a flat tire. I need you to come get me now. And I'm like, okay. And you got the fuck out of there. But oh my gosh. Yeah. Poor, what about plenty of fish. On, the, on the subject? Do you do you have a bad date, Brooke? Since we're here. Oh my god, I don't really have like one of those super bad date stories. I can't. I like. I cannot access one right now. You can't. I've never been on like a. Oh my gosh, that was the worst thing ever. Date. I mean, I've had a lot of like 
not a lot okay a lot of like drunk hookup situations that probably weren't amazing but that's about it oh well that's not very exciting it's just you and i tanya Mm. you haven't lived until you are having bad dates no. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, do you want to? Maybe talk I'm about- the bad date. Like, maybe everyone's having bad dates with me. <laughs> <laughs> You're that girl with the cat. Yeah. yeah. On a like, road I'm going to go clean the litter real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were cleaning your house earlier, Brooke. Oh, I know. I was like boy. almost 10 minutes late to this interview, guys, because I was like cleaning the house because Tanya's coming over tomorrow. And I'm like, just want it to be perfect. Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> so, Brittany, I wanted to talk about sexy time. You yep. had a really, really descriptive text to Brooke about how to play mm-hmm. Mario Kart, strip Mario Kart. <laughs> hey, that's how I landed the man I'm with now. Oh, um, that was I what didn't... we did our first date. Yeah, that's what really? we did. Yes, yes. So, so it's like you okay. play a game and then you, st- yeah, I need more detail on this because. Okay, yeah. yeah. So when you play Mario Kart, you have, you play like the 150 CC or whatever it is, and you get to pick, you know, like the star course or whatever, and they have four races within each tournament. And so the rule is whoever wins or whoever loses each race out of, um, you take off one article of clothing. So you have four races. So the potential is, is that they're really awful and they're taking off four pieces of clothing or you know, you might be taking off one and they're taking off three or two and two, or sometimes you don't make it to game number three and it's just game two and it's all things go at sexy time. <laughs> okay. So you're doing this in person together. Cause I yes, thought you were we doing did it in person. Virtual. Okay. Well, you can't No, we did it in person. Um, that is, that's what we did. It was actually our first date. Um, uh, I mean, it happens, you know, it happens when you're comfortable with someone and uh, you've had those conversations, then it happens like you do you. Um, but you could absolutely do it virtually. Um, you could, you know, there's mutual masturbation you could be doing like Ooh, together yeah. via, via like Skype or Teams or something. Who knows? I don't know what's out there anymore. I used to do it on Skype, but that was like years ago with a long distance boyfriend. So um yeah you something that could happen when you're more comfortable with a person and you're long distance or you know not able to see each other for a period of time mm-hmm. no that's good mm-hmm. so can you look sexy while playing mario kart i just always think of that seinfeld episode where he was dating the girl <laughs> like and she was trying to open like the pickles and like you don't do that you yes but you it's okay to play mario kart um so in person being yeah. sexy in person um, well, you definitely want to be in a good, like, sitting position, like, because, I mean, yeah. obviously, if you're sitting on the couch, like, Indian style, it's not going to be the most flattering. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, I mean, when your person's into you, I mean, they're going to be into you, right? Yeah, I don't think we would get past four games. I don't think we would oh. even turn the switch on. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, perfect. We have I'm not like, even played. Yeah, once. I'm like, oh, cool. This sounds great. Would never happen. <laughs> I mean, it does sound fun, but like the two times that we have met in person, Brooke just gets naked right away. So it's like, oh, oh my god, I don't even have to try. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I am a huge like. So this is kind of that conversation of like, 
when do you start having sex with someone that you're meeting, right? Um, and a friend said to me that was very poignant that I was like, you are so right, is that she told me, she was like, it doesn't matter how long you want to wait to have sex with this person. If you want to have sex with that person the first time that you meet them because the vibe is there and the connection is there, do it. If that person has already decided before they met you that this is not going to be a long-term thing, having sex with them too early is not going to change anything that they have already decided about you. So you do what makes you happy and what you know that you can emotionally handle for that moment. And you do, you do it and be safe about it. And there's nothing having sex or too early or too late is not going to change anything. Right. It's like not a set. It's not like always after two weeks in every relationship, you have to right. go with your gut and do what's comfortable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Cause I mean, definitely like when for my first date with the guy I'm with now, it was one of those, I said to myself, I'm not going to have sex with him. I don't want to do it. Even though I hadn't had sex in a really long time at this point because of the pandemic. And he grabbed me and kissed me in the kitchen when we were making dinner. Oh. And the moment he kissed, the moment he kissed me, I was like, it's going down. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Like, that's so romantic. I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Like it was one of those, like he kissed me and it felt like this was not the first time that I was kissing him. Like this is very comfortable for me. And we're definitely having sex tonight. Oh my gosh. Can we come to your wedding, please? <laughs> That's so cute. You guys can come to mine if I can come to yours. A thousand percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. But Brooke, I'm curious. When did you realize that you were going to sleep with me? Uh, I mean, very, like, before we even planned the date. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to be like some romantic kitchen story or something. No. It's like, you know, when I made you a cup of tea or something. So you just, you were, you were going to sleep with me no matter what. I, and, I mean, I, if the, if the kiss would like the, you know, making out would have been bad. Like maybe I would have thought, but it was like awesome. So it was that as long as we got through that, I was good. But like, I was, <laughs> God, <laughs> someone save me. Someone say something. <laughs> um how soon is it to talk about sex <laughs> how soon is it to, to talk about sex um yeah. i i think it kind of depends on what you're looking for right and like the person so obviously if you're just hunting and looking for just for sex i mean you're going to want to talk about sex right away um but if you are looking for a relationship you probably want to wait a little bit for me i have a personal rule where i my, I won't talk flirty or sexually with a guy until I meet them. Um, and the only reason why is because I, I had developed more of a connection like with someone in person. Um, so I don't want to be a tease where I'm like flirting with this guy and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm really into him. And then I meet him. I'm like, I'm totally not into this. Yeah. And then they're very confused. and like, what, what just happened? Like you've been flirting with me for two weeks and there's nothing here. Um, and there have been guys that I have talked to from online dating where they do try to talk very sexually with me, not very sexually, but, you know, they try to be like, you know, I can't wait to, you know, like kiss you or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, cool. And I will tell them like my rule is like, you know, I'm really into this. However, I try not to be sexually flirty with you until I've met you in person because you never know. You may not be into me and I may not be into you. Um and that's and that's and I think it's very different with heterosexuals compared to non-heterosexuals um, partners as well. So I think that, I think it has something to do with it too. 
It's very valid, though, because I have, like, had a really deep connection with somebody and then met them in person, and I'm like, nope. Oh, yeah. No, I, there was a guy that I talked to, and it was a very similar situation. I talked to him for, like, two or three weeks before we met in person. We had very flirty conversations with each other. I was, like, everything on paper was perfect, but when we met in person, he, his photos were very different from what he had on, um, what he looked like in person, and he was, I'm not even kidding you, like, he was the governor of New Jersey, like, Chris Christie, so um, that's what he looked like. Yeah. Why do people do that? Like, you're setting yourself up. You're just setting yourself up. Right. Right. And so, like, I felt so bad because I was like, had you that have been open and upfront with me about it, I probably would have been okay with it. But you lied about it for three weeks and didn't even, like, yeah. So, I was like, what else are you going to hide and lie for me and whatnot? And, like, you're obviously not confident and comfortable in yourself. Right. And Mm -hmm. that's not something that I'm looking for at this time. Yeah. yeah, confidence is sexy. Brooke yeah. and I talked about yeah. sex pretty like right out the gate because it was very apparent that Brooke's very sexual and I'm not. At least I didn't think I was. And <laughs> I was like, hey, <laughs> just so you know, I'm really boring in bed. If you want to move forward, like just throw it out there. And she's like, yeah, that concerns me. But <laughs> she kept going for it. I just didn't yeah. believe her. I just didn't believe her. I love talking about sex. I like talking about it. Me before. too. I like I like recapping how great the sex was we just had. Like I just I love I mean Brittany, you and I talk about it all the time. Like this is basically yep, that we do. our friendship is based <laughs> on sex toys. So Yep. That it is. <laughs> that it is. No, and it's and it's it's interesting that you say that, Tanya, because so my my libido is definitely very much not much more heightened, but it's definitely more heightened than the person I'm with now. Um, and we've had those conversations where he will say to me, like, you know, does it bother you that my libido is a little bit different? And I'm like, I don't think your libido is different. I just think that you've never had someone who was quite at my level. And so you're not, you don't know how to react to it because you react to it when I want it. <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. you obviously want it too. You just have never had someone that wants the same that wants it more than you do. And so that's a totally new territory for you. And I mean, he, we, we had a conversation about it last night of he, he's like, I've never felt this way. I've never been with someone who wants it way more than I do. And this is a totally new territory that I'm trying to learn and trying to explore so that you are always happy too. And I'm like, well, I also know that I can probably tone it down a little bit too. <laughs> So, um, a little bit, not too much. Yeah. Yeah. Like we can compromise a little bit, but, um, yeah, I mean, having those conversations and I also think it's really important talking about not even just about sex, but your love languages. I'm a huge advocate for people's love languages, um, and figuring out what your partner's love language is and what your love language is and discussing like, okay, for me, active service is by far the highest love language for me. And what does that look like for my partner to give to me to make me happy? And how do I give that to my partner to make me happy as well and vice versa? Um, So I think that is also really, really important because I think people just forget that, that people just express love and attention and intimacy in very different ways Mm -hmm. and not having that and not having that communication about that kind of breaks things down. Mm -hmm. Do you guys know your love languages? Oh, absolutely. And for those that don't, you can do a Google search 
on love languages and take a quiz. It's very important that you know yours and your partner's because everybody's different. So you might be with somebody that physical touch is their love language and you don't know that and you're buying them all these gifts and they're not giving you any attention and mm -hmm. whatnot. So for those of you just tuning in, definitely just Google, um, is it five love, love languages? Yes. Mm -hmm. I was say five. Five. Yeah. And actually, I mean, a lot of people don't know that about themselves. Like for me, I've just come to terms in the past couple of years that physical touch is such a huge part of mine. So even when I was like, you, know, you saw my flirty profile and stuff, but it's like, I didn't even know that about myself. And once I did figure it out, that's what I'm looking for. And it made all the, all the difference. Same. I, it's funny you say that, Brooke, because I've never considered myself a touchy-feely person before. Um, but that's actually something that me and my partner talk about now, where he's like, you really enjoy this, like, physically touching me, and you like it when I physically touch you. Not even necessarily in a sexual way, just, like, yeah. in passing. I'll just, like, touch his back or whatnot. And um, I was like, you know, I've never thought that about myself, but I guess that's true. I mean, it is high up on my, my love language. Um, I was just kind of like, oh, that's not true. Uh, no, it is very true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very true. <laughs> Love it. I just didn't realize it. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. You got to learn that stuff about yourself. Well, mm -hmm. thank you, Brittany, so much for coming on the podcast. This is this was so fun. I feel like we need to have you on again to tell us some more of your Absolutely. Like, I don't want bananas. Oh, we can have, <laughs> if you want to, we can have a total, like, we can talk about sex whenever you want and like all of my tips and pleasures and we can talk about all the vibrators I've recommended to you Brooke that hopefully yes. you're using on your partner and Tanya <laughs> and <laughs> and she's using on you and no, yeah. uh <laughs> well that's so a whole I, other episode yeah right we're here. gonna have to talk about that one later um Sorry, didn't mean to strike a chord. No, that's cool. We're no, pretty open, as you know. <laughs> it is. We just haven't gotten there yet. Like, I, you know, I'm signed up for this. But it'd be nice to talk to you when I could say, yep, that happened. Yep. <laughs> well, you'll be the first to know, Brittany. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I'll can't wait for text that text. You. Yeah. Tomorrow get... when I get that text. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, Brittany, uh, we well, thank you. This... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say thank you guys so much. I, like I said, I am like your guys' huge, huge, huge fan. I love this so much. Um, and I was so excited that I was asked to be on here. And I will be more than happy to come back again. Um, I love I love you guys so much. I've never met you in person, Tanya. Um, and I hope that I do in the future. But I love you two together so much. I think that there's, oh, something, oh I think there's something really, I think there's something really strong here that I can't wait oh. to see how this plays out. <laughs> Oh my Thank you so much, Brittany. That means so much, so much to me. I can't yes. even. Yep. They're rooting for us. They're rooting for us, babe. I love it. Um, <laughs> so, Brittany, I like to do uh, close out the show with saying something that we're grateful for, if you don't mind. We do a little gratitude check-in. So, Brooke, mm -hmm. you want to get us started? Hmm. I, I can't go into much detail because it's a tad bit confidential, but I'm very grateful for one of my close friends for just like looking out for me. He texted me today with um, something really wonderful that he did for me that he knew would mean a lot. And um, I'm just, just so grateful to have friends like that in my life. What about you? What about you, Brittany? 
Um, honestly, I and this I don't. Uh, I, I'm so grateful for so much. I don't even know like where to begin. Um, I am honestly grateful that I live. So I live in D.C. For those who don't know, and I am grateful to be living in a city that I get to see history happen. Um, and wow. Wednesday was an amazing thing to see happen in my city watching everything happen um, and being there for it and being able to witness it. And it's very different with DC citizens of the, it's hard to explain, but like the, the relief that you felt mm-hmm. when Wednesday happens, it was just like this beautiful, like rainbow. Like it was like when in the wizard of Oz, when she goes from black and white to color. And it was just like this, like it, it's just beautiful. I'm really grateful to be in a city where um, with like-minded people, for yeah. sure. <laughs> hey, I believe in energy and the energy in that city, I'm sure felt a lot different after. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tanya? Um, I am really grateful today for my brother, Stephen and my sister-in-law, Becca, Aww. and the healing process. There was some family drama that we worked through. They're about to have a baby. And I'm so thankful for just being like able to be adults but, um, and heal from it. And I love you guys. Oh, that's so sweet. Aww. Yeah. So nice. I love ending on the grateful note or the gratitude. It it's is. So good. It so is good. good. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank um, you again, Brittany. You are the You best. are welcome. Yeah. Thank you, Brittany. I love you guys. You are so welcome. <laughs> Anytime I will, I will come back on. I will be, um, I will be grateful to talk about anything and everything. Yes. All right. Well, to our listeners, I would recommend checking out our Instagram. Um, Like we were talking about earlier, we made a really funny video. At least I think it's hilarious um, (laughs) from our dating profiles. So that's the no one wants my cookies is the username on Instagram. And I would recommend going and following us because we're actually going to do a giveaway pretty soon. So more deets on that soon. Um, we are going to talk about grief the next episode. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Brooke, I forgot to draw a name. Do you want to draw a name? All right, so I'm drawing a name for like the my next friend that's going to come on the show. I put five of my best friend's names in here. So we'll see. And the funny thing is, I don't think anybody's super thrilled to come on. <laughs> Which is like, how are these my best friends? Like, you think they'd be like more outgoing and like funny? They're funny. Fun. Wow, I know. I'm like, you're being so harsh. But I was like, hey, do you want to come on? They're like, oh god, I'm so shy. I'm like, how have we been friends my whole life? Anyway, so here we go. Here we go. Is there anybody you want me to pick in in particular? Oh no, I can't. I cannot decide. I don't, right. I don't. I think one of the people isn't even probably in there because she just definitely doesn't want to come on the show. <laughs> All right. Okay, I, I just drew Aaron. Aaron has Woo! been my best friend since we were 10. So, yes, Aaron. Uh, Aaron. Oh God, I'm so excited. All right, guys. Well, stay tuned. We got next episode will be on grief, and the one after that will be with my best friend, Aaron. So, thanks, guys. See you then, cookie fans. <laughs> <laughs>